You're listening to the Mike Hosking Breakfast Podcast from Newstalk ZB. In the Monday morning commentary box for this Tuesday morning uh, with, as always, Guy Havel. Good morning. How are you? Morning, Tim. Very well. Thank you. Good, good. And Andrew Saville, hope you're well. Nice Easter break. <laughs> uh, yes, Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried to avoid um, hot cross buns and eggs, but... <laughs> tried I'm, I'm any fa- success fa- yeah no not really i've failed on a number of fronts actually <laughs> <laughs> oh well there's always next year um yeah. where, where should we start um i, I want to be upfront about this i'm not a fan of um ufc personally uh not a fan of boxing either but it's very important uh to see that uh Adesanya knocked Pereira out guy yeah, I think that's a massive win for, for Adesanya. Uh, I don't watch a heck of a lot of UFC. I do tend to try and watch uh, Adesanya, Kaikata France, Dan Hooker when they fight, obviously for, for, for the Kiwi side of things. Um, but yeah, big for Adesanya, I think, considering he had lost to this guy three times previously um, and in their last fight in the UFC had been quite on top throughout most of the rounds in terms of points and then just uh, got got a big blow landed on him and, and that was the end of the fight so one that he probably felt like he should have won well he went out there this time and, and did the damage quite convincingly so yeah big for Adesanya I think to to get the belt back put the career back on track um, and uh, yeah uh, where to next well he'll defend it against someone but uh, yeah I think a significant uh, performance from him. How much longer can he go on in such a, a brutal sport, Sav? Yeah. He's, I mean, he's 33 now. Early, early 30s, yeah. yeah. He, he'd have a couple of good years left in him as long as he keeps winning, I suppose. I, I was just um, so impressed with the fact he went away. He was very quiet leading into this fight as mm. far as Adesanya's quietness is concerned. He's a brash character, which some people don't like, but that's him. Uh, he was very quiet in the lead-up to this bout. Uh, and this guy has had his number in kickboxing and in MMA in the UFC. But what a huge turnaround. Obviously, he's had a lot of fantastic training with his coaching team and his trainers and, and on, on a massive stage. Um, confirmed once again that he is one of not only the current greats of UFC, but one of the greatest ever. Um, his profile's massive, probably more overseas than here, and not a lot of people realise that. He, he's, he's, he's a big thing, real deal. Oh, yeah, and it's not the brashness uh, that bothers me. It's, uh, it's the activity itself beating the living daylights out of another bloke uh, it, so mercilessly, but that's just me. Uh, I know a lot of people mm-hmm. l- love the stuff. League, should mm-hmm. we uh, talk about uh, League? We were so fired up last weekend about the Warriors. What went <laughs> wrong, Sav? Oh, a number of things. Uh, that defence, which had won them some games early in the season, went missing in large patches, um, which was a great shame. Um, I wouldn't say the bubbles burst, but uh, they really need to get back on track and quickly, uh, the Warriors. Yeah, they New, Newcastle are not one of the top teams or haven't been for several years now, if not longer. Um, so that would have to be a concern in itself. Uh, but I wouldn't panic about the Warriors just yet. A couple more losses. Uh, and yes, you can start to really scratch the head and ask questions. But at the moment... I wouldn't panic, but yeah, a few yeah. worrying signs there. Yeah, it always seems to be either all, oh, yeah, we're fine now, we've got the right coach, or, oh, no, we'd be better if we had a better coach guy. 
Well, look, I think they're tracking in the right direction. Absolutely, they are. And and whether you like it or not, in the NRL, well, the Warriors aren't a team that are going to win every single week. And I don't think there are many teams in the NRL who can do that. Uh, so this is just a, you know, I, I just think this is a blip on the radar. And, and you know, people who listen to this segment week in, week out will know that uh, I don't generally have a lot of faith in the Warriors, but I think that this season they have... Turn things around, they're playing a lot better. They seem to be a lot more committed, uh, better structure, the way they're attacking, the way they're defending everything just seems a lot better. Um, and and uh, mm. what was it, Saturday night, Sunday night, uh, whenever it was, was I, I just think uh, maybe a sign that uh, they had put so much into the last few weeks to try and get their season off to a good start that uh, they just needed or they just uh, had an off night. So I suspect they'll bounce back. Uh, and I, I still think that I'll be owing Mike a bottle of wine uh, when they make the top eight this year. So, can we talk about the Masters? Um, Ryan Fox, he, he'll be he'll be happy with that, won't he, for the first oh, out? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's um, guy knows more about this than I. But the the Augusta um, golf course has claimed a lot of famous names over the years who have gone there either on debut or after many years playing there, and they've fallen to pieces. So I think what Ryan Fox did over the last four or five days was was fantastic. Um, what the top 30 finish? Um, won by John Rahm, who um, has gone back to world number one, I think. not He wouldn't set the world on fire, personality-wise. He's a darn good golfer. But yeah, I think, I think Ryan Fox will come away from um, Augusta, and hopefully he'll play there a number of times again in the future, but he'll be chuffed. Yeah, and we were chuffed uh, just seeing him there, uh, Guy. Uh, what about um, Tiger Woods' performance, he, uh, having to pull out? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, look, this is going to happen with Tiger. I don't think we should. Um, I don't think we should expect things from Tiger every time he goes and plays a tournament. Now his body just isn't the same anymore. Uh, I think he's finished two seventy-two hole tournaments in the last two years. Finished in the in the forties in both of them, um, and you know, once it gets cold. Uh, his body just shuts down completely. So once that happened, uh, he was toast. Poor old Tiger. Uh, but man, he's he's had a heck of a career, and and it, it kind of it's a bit sad when it when it happens, uh, considering everything that he's kind of achieved in the game. To see him struggling like that. Look, just on Ryan Fox, uh, I think a, a phenomenal effort in your first time that you've been to the Masters. Such a hard course to be able to to master in your first go, and he looked like he was he was getting there for a while. Uh, I don't think the rain delay really helped him. Uh, in that third round, and then yeah. when he got to, to the 16th hole, he tried to maybe um, bite off a bit more than he could chew and, and took on a very aggressive line, and he was probably a foot or two away from having a birdie part, and he ended up making double bogey, and that was where his tournament uh, didn't go south as such, but but maybe not the finish that he would have quite loved, uh, but still, type of 26 is a phenomenal effort the first time you've been around that place. So yeah, uh, he'll I go think... back. I'm sure he'll be back. And, uh, yeah, I, I think very, very promising signs for him. I think he said he was feeling a bit crook at the start of it all and yeah, uh, after the first mm-hmm. round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just it's, wanted to... It's, it's, um, it's such a mental game too, golf, Tim, that the more he plays at that level and with those sorts of name players, which he's doing a lot more now in America and Europe, he, the more he realises he belongs there. And it's a, and, it's, and, it's a, co- a confidence thing too, isn't it? Yeah, and such a brutally tough course in terms of physicality. And if you're feeling ever so slightly off uh, in terms of the, the bout of the flu that he had, uh, that just makes it even harder because it is such an undulating golf course that, uh, yeah, it really takes it out of you. So, yeah, time for 26, I, I think, very worth celebrating.
What would be your pick, uh, Guy, of the rugby over the weekend? Would it be the Highlanders? Would it be the Hurricanes? Or would it be Moana Pacific giving the Crusaders a fright? Yeah, I thought they played very well. Uh, I thought the Crusaders were a little bit off, but that was uh, in part because Moana were, were so good, uh, or, or better than we've probably seen them anyway. Um, look, I, I didn't, I've got to be honest, Tim, I didn't pay a lot of attention to the rugby this weekend, and, and I, I, I just... I just worry about this weekend as well. I think there are only four games. A third of the competition has the week off in terms of a bye. Uh, one of the games is the top of the table, which will be fantastic between the Chiefs and the Canes. But then the other, one of the other games is second last versus third last. And um, and Moana Pacifica, who fantastic it'll be in Samoa, but they haven't won a game yet. So these are the kind of rounds where I kind of worry for Super Rugby. I feel like it's been a better competition this year. Uh, but it just seems to lose some of its momentum at times like this. Yeah, well, when it's kind of a pointless, um, well, dead rubber situation. Yeah. What needs to change in, in, in the format of the the contest? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. It's, it, it is weird that we're entering the halfway stage and all of a sudden um, every team has a bye, um, so it limits the amount of games per weekend. Um, it doesn't help that teams are having to rest all blacks from time to time, taking star power out of it. Um, I think there's too many Australian sides, which have watered down the competition. Um, looking forward to seeing how the Hurricanes go against the Chiefs next weekend. The Hurricanes were tested by the Highlanders, but they, they uh, fended the, the Southerners off. The Hurricanes are playing some pretty good footy, but their biggest test so far of this season will come against the Chiefs next weekend. So that, that's what I'm looking forward to. That's what this competition needs more of, um, top-of-the-table match yeah. like this. Um, all, all New Zealand derby, hopefully all of the All Blacks are available and playing and um, should be a humdinger. We've got about a minute left. Quick comment from each of you. Sav, first on the cricket, please. What a spectacular finish. Oh, this is the IPL? No, I was thinking about the uh, Sri Lanka T20 series. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was a good way to end the summer. But what about this Indian Premier League game? Well, I think it was last night where one of the batsmen hit five sixes off the last five oh, balls to win the game. They needed twenty eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. They needed yeah. twenty eight to win it, and he he got he got six uh, five sixes. Yeah, crazy, spectacular. I was thinking more about Queenstown guy. Yeah, um, oh, look, I mean, they were coasting really in, in the in large chunks of it and then lost a few wickets, but they still got there in the end. Um, an up and down season, I think, for the Black Caps. Uh, I think a bit of a, I've said this so many times, a sign of things to come. I think we might just be going a bit of, for a bit of a transition period with the Black Caps trying to blood some new talent. They still won the series. Um, they still obliterated Sri Lanka in terms of the overall tour. So uh, in terms of that, you, you can't be too down on them. But yeah, I, I, um, I think, we might just be going a few, through a few up and down results for a wee while. Going off the ball for a while, your prophecy. I'll make a note of that. Thanks so much, Guy Havelt and Andrew Savile with us. The commentary box for this Tuesday morning. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.